0: The information provided in this podcast is for educational and informational purposes only. It is not intended as a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding any medical or mental health condition. Welcome to I Am For Me podcast. I'm Coach K. I am so excited you're here today because you are ready to be your best self. I'm dedicated to spark and guide you on your journey, supporting you to achieve your greatest potential. I'm thrilled to be on this journey with you. Thank you for being here. Let's get started on your life transformation. Drop to her knees, crying and saying to herself, I can't do this anymore. She knew she had to do something. Let me tell you what got her to that point of her life. I remember the day she walked into my office. She was not the first one. I've seen many before. It seems now that there's many more. She was well-dressed, confident, and seemed like she had it all together. She was a professional was influential to many, successful in business, managing and leading others, and respected by those she worked with. And yet, when the facade fell away, the story changed. She was a mom of two amazing young adults, and her life was dedicated to make sure they were okay. The home was taken care of, and all the while she was balancing her career, yet her heart was broken. No one would ever believe that her relationship was toxic, and that she spent hours crying, wondering how did she get to this point, and would her life ever change. In the earlier days, life was good. Her relationship was happy. He was also a professional, and together they seemed to have the world by the tail. As the children came along, her life became busier, and she saw a change in a man, that she had married as the children came along her life became busier and she saw a change in the man she had married in the community he was looked up to and yet behind closed doors that person changed she often walked on eggshells when he was around he would constantly tell her what she was doing wrong criticizing her often raging and yet expected her to be the way she was when they met. She worked hard to please him, justifying that she knew how hard he worked, and he was only saying these things because he was tired. She told herself, he does love me, and in time, he'll get better. Over the years, the normal ups and downs of the relationship became more volatile and aggressive. Her confidence was not what it used to be. She made excuses for why she pulled away from friends and colleagues and family, because it was easier to say no than to deal with accusations and emotional attacks when she got home. He would ignore her for no reason. She started to question her own sanity, and on the outside, no one knew what was really going on. She became exhausted, managing everyone, had constant anxiety, and yet... When she tried to take time for herself, he accused her of being selfish. The cracks in the relationship were becoming more and more obvious. Her story went on to present the picture of abuse. For her, it was not physical, as many think abuse is. It was psychological, which can be even more damaging. The more she did personally and professionally, the angrier and more abusive he became. When she tried to communicate, he would turn it on her, again making her feel like she must be the problem. As the kids grew, they needed more guidance, and then it was like they were his competition for her attention. The abuse then presented on a whole different level. Threats to leave the marriage, to have an affair became as frequent as her asking him how his day was. He started to spend longer hours at work. When asked, he became more angry, saying, I have to pay for this life you are living. He would tell her over and over again she was too sensitive, being overdramatic, and that she needed help. She started to feel like she was going crazy. It was then she sought help. The rate of intimate partner violence has many faces. IPV syndrome, another version of PTSD, which can also present as depression, anxiety, or other mental distress, is real. Her story is more common than you think. People often assume that abuse stems from lower socioeconomic conditions and lack of education. It's surprising to know how many people are in toxic relationships that come from educated, successful professionals with high income status. It is those women who all too often stay for many reasons. From the outside world, it may seem that it's because of the money and the status. Really, it's because those women are like every other woman who have been emotionally beaten down, feeling worthless, feeling trapped, and have no way to navigate a plan for a better life. When financial abuse is in the mix, they're often left without resources, bank accounts are blocked, and thus no way to access housing or legal support which compounds the abuse. The legal system often creates more challenges that amps up the abuse unknowingly. According to Stats Canada, in 2018, there's a broad range of behaviors in intimate partner violence, including emotional and financial abuse, as well as physical and sexual assault. The rates have significantly risen since then, and now it's become a national epidemic. The challenge with abuse All too often, the victim stays quiet, choosing not to report or tell others for fear that the abuse will worsen. The abuser often plays the victim, and the real victim is blamed, turning people against her, including families and friendships, that create division. Although intimate partner violence can be from both men and women, research shows that women disproportionately experience more severe forms. Intimate partner violence in the past has been known as spousal violence, dating violence, or domestic violence. Those women who experience IPV are often in relationship with partners with narcissistic personality or personality disorders. And because of this, asking the partner to stop the abuse is not possible, and often causes more abuse to ensue. Keep in mind, the toxic relationship dance has a purpose, to keep you there. Many know intrinsically that they're in a toxic relationship. However, they continue to make excuses thinking that the relationship will improve if they just do something better. The cycle of abuse creates dissonance in the woman's mind, creating a trauma bond. The abuse created in the trauma bond can be overt or covert. Regardless, it happens. Symptoms suggesting a trauma bond includes lack of self-esteem, be in the peacekeeper, being the one who always makes up after the partner's upset. And then the partner will love bomb the victim. And when he or she is mad again, the partner will love bomb the victim. Then when he is mad again, all that kindness is thrown back into the victim's face to create guilt. The victim then apologizes and the cycle continues. For some, this is psychological, and for others, violence, rage, and physical assaults are experienced. Sadly, often there's no concern for the children in the home, as the abuse is often witnessed by the children, creating emotional damage for them. What is interesting about the abuser that many do not understand, the abuser is emotionally stuck in their childhood trauma between childhood and teenage years, where they themselves experience trauma. They are also insecure. They lack self-love, yet often present as confident, charismatic, and successful. Know that one can only abuse another when they've been abused, and they have no self-love or compassion. Also, they will find someone else. Yes, they will. Not because you're not good enough, because they are not, and they need someone else to validate them. This is the mind game that keeps many women stuck in these relationships. Women who stay feel that they will never find another relationship, or worse, they may lose everything, including children, family, and friends. From the outside, others cannot imagine why they're staying if it's that bad. And if it is that bad, why don't you just leave? As she sat in my office, I saw in her the little girl that was scared and had no idea who she was. I explained to her how the mind worked and how she's experiencing intimate partner violence syndrome. We started to focus on where her triggers were, the beliefs that she had about herself, the memories that caused her flashbacks, and how to help her change her behavior to stop this cycle. Ultimately, we want to create a new path for her life. Waiting for her partner to change was not an option. It had to start with her. It was then when we explored how this could happen, then change would happen for her. What I realized in the years of my personal and professional life, if I was only to talk about a problem, there's little or no change. When listening to women struggling, it's really easy to give them ideas, some suggestions and just tell them, just leave. Yet, that won't help. We're all brilliant. We are all brilliant women. We're resourceful. And the internet, well, offers lots of suggestions. So if those suggestions worked, then no one would really need a coach or a therapist. Research shows that to change how a person feels and acts, then change has to take place at the unconscious or somatic level. If you're in therapy and have not had significant change in how you feel in three months, then you're not accessing change at the unconscious level. Know that not all therapies are equal. Most are based on changing how you think and act at the conscious level in the moment. To create real change, triggers have to be processed to change the emotional response. There's three high-level points to create change in any area of your life. Over the next few minutes, I will give you an overview, and in future podcasts, I will take a deeper dive for more clarity and understanding. These three points can be used for any change with few adaptation. Number one, a decision. You need to make a decision to change your life. There must be a huge why to make that change. Even if you're the victim, you must make the decision that you want a better life before that change can happen. This is not a wish. This is a dedicated decision to make a change. When you make a change, When you make a decision, it's not I want but it is I am going to do this, whatever that is. Number two, decide it's possible. Even if you're not convinced at this moment you can, you know there's others who have. Look for others who have made that decision in their life and that they've done it. And know that since others have made the change that you want, so can you. Again, this is not a I can win. It is, I can and I will. And number three, you need specific and planned actions to take. Yes, you have to take action for change to happen. By waiting, no change will happen. Remember, the toxic relationship dance has a purpose to keep you there. To get to action, there are specific steps. To take back your power, change must take place in your mind. I Am For Me is designed to assist women to reprogram their mind, to create unlimited confidence, to step into feminine power, and to be that amazing woman you are. Then we can create a roadmap for massive action that is possible. In upcoming podcasts, we'll be exploring and learning from many who have come through challenges, risen above adversities, and are in a place they never thought they could be. Whether you're navigating intimate partner relationship violence, healing from one, dealing with workplace or family challenges, or you feel your life is not where it's supposed to be, follow along, learn, and grow. If you're a therapist or counseling working in trauma, and you are not seeing significant changes in your clients in a short period of time, it's important for you to add to your toolbox to support those who you're dedicated to. I will leave you with this. The secret of health of both mind and body is not to mourn the past, not to worry about the future, but to live in the present moment wisely and earnestly. The mind can go in a thousand directions, but on this beautiful path, I walk in peace. With each step, the wind blows. With each step, the flower blooms. Pitch not hun. Are you ready to live your best life? Thank you for spending time with me today. Please consider leaving a positive review that will encourage others to listen. I would like to offer you a gift to support you on your journey to become your greatest potential. Go to www.karenmartell.com and download the I Am For Me, a guided mindfulness audio. I hope you will use the information that resonates with you to be your best self and always allowing yourself to declare, I am for me.